Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and I actually think we have a five-team race here. Hmm. All right. And I am the Champ, and the only reason why I'm not in 11th place is because there's only 10 teams. <laughs> yeah. If You've had a rough first half. So I just want to tell everybody, welcome to my bi-weekly therapy session where okay. I say the quiet parts out loud. <laughs> right. Well, just keep telling yourself you're good enough and smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like you. That's <laughs> I got to be honest with you, I don't even like myself uh. and where this baseball season's heading, but we'll, we'll jump into that. Uh, let's talk about this, this possible five-team race. Yeah, possible five-team race. I, I I think we're looking at four, right? The Bulls, Statman, the Lakers, and the Hawks. Um, but the Bearcats are only ten and a half points out. We're about a month away from the trading window, and he's he's got a really good offensive team. If he gets a pitcher or two, um, I think he can make it interesting. Wow. Okay. You know what? I haven't really studied, but maybe for the next podcast, maybe we can come up with some things. Um, well, I'll just make an assumption for myself. I'm not in the race, so maybe I can make suggestions of what I think these five teams need to do. And then they can just do the opposite and be more successful. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was looking at some of his uh, stuff here. Um, he... he he can he can gain some points and solds pretty quickly and in strikeouts. Um, I, I, the Bearcats, meaning. Uh, I, I'm not sure if he can make any move. Well, maybe in wins. Um, but, yeah, he and, and the, the, he can pass some people ahead of him in the solds and strikeouts, so, um, which is basically a two-point swing, right, every time you pass someone ahead of you. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it would take some luck, and and to see what he does at the trade deadline. And I think the Hawks, uh, if their pitching picks up, they maybe they don't have to make a move, but they probably will. As far as a well, trade, the, the 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 Hawks have done some some good things in terms of their their pitching. Right, um, picked up Andrew Abbott, who's not given up an earned run yet um, for Cincinnati. And then he picked up, oh gosh, I think the guy's name is Emmett from yeah. Emmett Chan from the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. So he could be positioning himself for for, for a nice run. It's going to be a yeah, it's going to be a, a, an interesting interesting race. You know, the Bulls are out there in front. He's got that big target on his back. Uh, it'd be nice to see him hang on, but it's a uh, you know we're what in period just starting period 13 of 26 or something. So we're not, we're not next week will be, or next podcast will be roughly the halfway mark. Right? Yeah, right. It will be. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then again, you know, just looking at the standings now, uh, you know, the Hawks have, they're kind of lopsided with offense and pitching. The Bearcats are 10 point difference between offense and pitching. And then the Alliance, if anyone needs pitching, uh, they have 36 pitching points and nine offensive points, so he probably is in a in a dealing mode as well. Mm. So there you go. Um, so you know we we had two fab runs since our last um, since our last podcast uh, last night or not last night Saturday night there were seven teams, eleven players. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I think we probably had about the same on the 11th um, ballpark. Uh, the the prices are creeping up a little bit in some for some uh, owners. Like, uh, well, well, we'll go through it real quick. Uh, Sewerhawks pick up Steve Okert, and I, I screwed that up. I I had him on there, but I I screwed up something because I sh I should have got the Steve Okert. He's a relief pitcher for the Marlins who are winning games. And, um, you know, he might get some holds out of him. Uh, Isn't that the stuff that's in Jambalaya? No, that's Oakland. Okay. Never mind. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, he also picked up uh, the guy you just mentioned, uh, Emmett Sheehan. Emmett Sheehan. Yeah. 
for 12 bucks. Did you put a bid on him? I did. I did. Um, I, you know, I thought what was sizable, but, you know, the Hawks know what they're doing, and they're, they're a really good fab team, and we talked about that last year. Did you put a bid in? I did. Not close to 12 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Um, but I, and he also picked up Mike Touchman because Hanniger went on the I.L., yeah, you know what? I, I also had a, uh, a bid in for Talkman. Um, obviously not a big bid because, you know, uh, Hawks picked him up for four bucks. Uh, tough break for Hanniger. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, pun, no pun intended. Yeah, what, what, what did he break? His arm? I think it was his forearm. forearm. He got hit by, I, I forget which Cardinal pitcher hit him. Okay. <laughs> it's not the worst than a last place pitcher hitting your, breaking your arm. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, you picked up Abisail Garcia for a dollar. Uh, that's just, yeah, that was a dollar play yep. uh, just to see what, what the hell is going on there. Um, maybe he comes back, catches. At this point, you just want somebody to catch fire, right, for, for a two-week period or yeah, sure. two-month period, something like that. Yeah, and, and it, he'll get some playing time. It's not like he won't play. I mean, he's on a, uh, you wouldn't think with that contract, yeah, right? That's what I mean. With a $50 million contract, they're going to find a you way. you got to run him out there, <laughs> right. no matter how bad he is. Right. Um, and you dropped Jonathan Singleton, who you picked up last week. Yeah, he was DFA'd, I think, by the Brewers. Was he really? Yeah. So he he was basically up for a week for a cup of coffee with the okay. Space Otters, did nothing. Yeah. So he fit the bill. And then you picked up uh, Luis Matos for Yes, Matos. Yeah, Matos. Yeah, okay. he's, he might be the uh, he might be the next Julio Ramos for the Giants. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I know I, who I he say is. That disparagingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I know. Not with not with confidence. Right. <laughs> yeah, but he he's a he's a top prospect. He is. Yeah, he is. He had a bad twenty twenty minor twenty twenty two minor league season, but with with the with the quote bad break for Hanniger, um. He might play. I mean, they, they really need a center fielder, don't they? They don't really have yeah. a true center fielder. Um, the problem with the Giants um, is that they just platoon so darn much. I know. He's the, he's the worst thing for fancy baseball. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Bulls pick up Lucas Sims. and drop. Yeah, Lucas Sims is back. Yeah, and the Reds are winning. So, eight, eight in a row. Yep. Yeah. So they're, uh, you know, you, you get some holds out of this guy. That, that'd be pretty good. I think that might have been the only Bulls pickup. It was. Yeah. Uh, I picked up Bryce Wilson. Um, I just needed a pitcher. Because all three of my pitchers on my reserve were on the IL. So I just needed mm. someone. Um, and Travis Swaggerty experiment is, is over. Uh, yeah, well, he got a blood disease too, and I don't, I don't know how Oof. long. Yeah, he, he's, he's. Yikes. Yeah, and I, I, I wanted to hang on because the Pirates are starting to fall back to normal, and um, you know, I thought maybe they'd bring him up at some point, but whatever, that's fine. Um, Bearcats pick up Kyle Wright is scheduled to come back in a week or two. Oh no, another month. Okay, I thought it was June eighteenth. So that's the what the second pickup within the last three fab periods because he picked up uh, Jose Quintana. So, so he's he's mm-hmm. searching the you know those pitchers coming off the IL and you know maybe that works for him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, didn't you have another pickup? Did I? Oh, I Jacob did. Amaya? Yeah, uh, Jacob Amaya. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, he played yesterday. He's a he's a shortstop. I think they got him in the uh, Dodger trade for Rojas. Oh, okay. So I, I don't know anything about him. Uh, you know, he's probably a higher level prospect, but you know, if he plays, if you know, he puts depth, gives a middle infielder, and if he plays, I'll I'll throw him in there. Uh, I was a little panicked because I got I got a lot of offensive guys on the IL, but my man Pete. Alonso's coming back today, so. Uh, he came back yesterday. Went over yesterday, four. yes, yeah. I, for, I forgot what day it was. Um, yeah. All right, the Bearcats, they didn't pick up anybody else. Lakers picked up Tyler Rogers. I had him in at some point. 
he was struggling this year. I get so confused now. He is he the uh, the side arming Rogers? Yeah, he's the he's the lefty. They're they're both not lefties. Gotcha. Yeah. Are they? I don't think they are. No, I don't. I think one's left handed, one's right handed. Yeah, right? Tyler Rogers Correct? is the lefty. Yeah. 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 And he's had good year. I mean, he's a, he's a good seventh inning pitcher, but he's he was just when I had him, he was struggling. Um, I think I was the only pickup for the Lakers. We talked about the Hawks. Uh, Statman pick up Coco Montez. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I don't know anything about him. Do you? I don't. Uh, of course, he has the other shortstop there, the other backup shortstop. Did did they give up on what's his name? Oh well, wait, 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 wait a second. You talking about Alan Trejo that he had? Yeah, didn't he have Alan Trejo? Yeah, yeah, I believe he did. Yeah. Um, um, I think I think Montes uh, is going to play second base because um, um, Ezekiel Tobar has has kind of picked it up after the first month of of the season and has performed fairly well for the Hawks. Okay, good. Yeah, because we 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 were talking about him a while back. Um, but you know they're they're not going to stick with him if he's hitting two hundred. But uh, good for him that he picked it up that he didn't get sent yeah. down. Yeah, because they they need someone to play well. Well, they just need someone to play. Just leave these guys out there. I mean, it's uncharacteristic that the Rockies would do something like that. Um, but good for them for, for for doing that and sticking sticking with Tovar. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because yeah, they need to. Um, and that was all for the transactions for this week. Uh, the period, period 12, Bearcats 80, 85 and a half points. Wow. Wow. Hang on a second. Let me get to the period stats here. Holy crap. I'm not in last for the, the period stats, am I? No, I am. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. That's <laughs> all right. Uh, Statman have 73, another nice week. Lakers have 70, Hawks have 65, Bulls. Took a hit a little bit. Got back down to normal at 59 and a half. You had a pretty pedestrian at 48, but I guess it feels good. Oh, that's a great week for yeah. me. you kidding me? Okay. All right. Uh, Rebs at 44. Dudes at 43. Ducks at 42. I had a whopping 21 and a half points this week. Wow. You had one home run for the week? Yeah. But, uh, that's, that's the Alonzo effect, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Our last podcast two weeks ago, yeah. I'm going to jump ahead in the show notes here. You had told people, listen, don't even bother to contact you in a trade deal with, with um, Pete Alonzo. And if they do it twice, you're just not even going to talk to people. And as soon as you said that, he got hurt. I know. I know. <laughs> but that's right. It, it, the same stands. Do not contact me about Pete Alonzo. And what I said was, if you do it twice, then I'm going to block you. I was gonna. I'm just gonna block them. So. So so th- this this past week was just a lack of at at bats. What uh, what what transpired here? Let's let's take a look. I'm gonna see what how people are doing with at bats for the last week. Um, you can talk through that while I figure this out. Yeah. So I had some guys on the that that were injured, and I had to play, like, Alec Burleson, who had four bats. Well, Guriel had 12, which isn't bad for a platoon person. Of course, Alex Call got sent to the minors on, mo- on Monday, and it, and I couldn't pull him out of the lineup, so I, I had zero oh. with him. Um, Fraley, I, he was out all last week. Alonso was out all last week, so... I, I didn't. So, so here's part of the problem, right? Look, look, the Bearcats last week in, in period 12 had 322 at bats. I had 210. I mean, that's, that's 100 less. There's no way I can compete with that. Yeah. You had 221, which yeah. was the second lowest. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you know, when you got guys injured, you got to throw in those, you know, spot starters, and yeah, you just get hammered. You hope you have somebody on your uh, to, to, to back up. Yeah, that Alex yeah, Call decision bad. was was tough for me. Yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah, big week by the 
by the Bearcats, and and it's showing in the overall standings if we if we looked at that. Um, Bulls, Statman, Lakers, Hawks, and then Bearcats, as I mentioned, only ten and a half points. Good for him. Yeah, ten and a half points away. Um, that that's 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 huge, right? So. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice. It, it, you know what? I I might even look at the standings if it goes down to a five team race because right now. I kind of cover my eyes like it's a horror movie and just peer between my fingers. Well, it's not like a horror movie. standings every morning. It's not like it a, a horror movie. Yeah, it is a horror movie. Yeah. It, it's a lot of gore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what we're looking at. And I, I think it's a five-team race, especially with this, with the trading window coming up uh, within the month. So That's, that's going to be interesting. Um, what everybody does, right? Because the, it looks like there's that clear demarcation between top half and bottom half. And, yeah, right. You know that's how we're gonna that's how we're gonna play wiffle ball. So that that will be that should be interesting. Oh yeah, you know I just I just thought of that. Uh, so it's probably going to be the Sam if he shows myself, Josh, Case, and you. That's that's mm. going to be the team. Uh, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not really worried. From about a wiffle ball standpoint. Well, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm talking wiffle ball now. Yeah, I think we're going to be hey, all right. Hey, speaking of which, um, I just found I I do have the uh, old home plate. Mm? I have some some bases which were nothing more than car mats, and some old bats and wiffle balls. Although I would always encourage people. You know how we used to have those batting practice wiffle balls. Uh, yeah. I think I have that whole container, so I can bring all of that. What I don't have is a pitch bag. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get on that. What? I, I, I'll I'll Google pitch bag and see what I can find. There's a there's a kid down the street from me. He has one, but it's a little large. It's it's too big. So, is is that the one that we saw? You said that was a lacrosse. Yeah, it, or yeah, that's what he uses it for. They all three of them play lacrosse. There's three boys. That's all right. Well, yeah. hey, you know what? We're we'll enlarge the strike zone. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't think we should enlarge the strike zone. Because it, it, uh, you know what? You know, let, let's see if these players. Let's see if these guys have plate coverage. We'll see. Okay. Uh, so you mentioned that I cursed a lot. So you're right. I as soon as I mentioned that he um he. Yeah, he got hurt, when, and he came back a little sooner than I thought, which with the Mets need, and uh, you know, with the Phillies right around the corner here. I I was surprised when I heard that he was uh, that he was on the field yesterday. I didn't expect him back uh, as well. Yeah, I I actually thought he was coming back today, but um, hey, yeah. let, let me deviate for a second. Yeah. Don't, don't you hate on on Mondays on Mondays when you're trying to decide when somebody says day to day on the roster on a Monday um, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, and you wait right up until game time, and then you find out after you say, yeah, I'm going to put them on my roster for the week, and then they go on the IL. Yeah, the problem after is – After games have started. Well, I the, hate that. Yeah, and it, the, the bigger problem is when that player's team doesn't have a game on Monday. Oh, right. Yep, yeah. And so they, they get an extra day to decide what to do with them. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. I know. Whatever. Um, yeah, okay. So let's talk about this trade rule. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts now? Um, I, I, I think I had voters' remorse uh, that same day. Um, I, I, I think, I think the, the window – is shut fairly tightly. I think it needs to be the window needs to be expanded, as if it's you know spring air coming in, and and maybe say from the end of May to the end of July. I understand the intent. Mm-hmm. You know, just to uh, the slow intent it down. Of it was not to have people sell off uh, the second week in April. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I, you know, I, I, I think it, it, it will be either expanded um, next year at the winter meetings or uh, or overturned, repealed, if you will. Repealed, yeah, that's a good repealed, word. Repealed, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. It'll I, be our 21st Amendment. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because it is kind of like prohibition. <laughs> right? I guess, yeah. Right? You can't which do would something. Never, which would never pass. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that, th- yeah, this league would fold. It'd be an underground league. <laughs> Black market bush league. Um, there you go. Little bathtub gin. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's, I, 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 I like. I kind of like the rule, but I, I think it's too late in the season. Uh, you, you mentioned about the last, like maybe Memorial Day. I would maybe do it the first day of, a summer, June twenty first. Um, but it definitely needs to, the window needs to be widened. Here's the thing. Here's the thing for me, right? As as I guess I'm also viewing it through the lens of where I am in the standings. And the tighter this window is, the less chance I have to make up any kind of ground. And you know, anything that I'm going to do is going to be a uh, a bit of a hail mary, if you will. And you know, the vultures, the jackals will be out asking me, you know, trying to give me 25 cents on the dollar for a lot of these players. Um, I understand that. I put myself in that position. But, in, you know, I, the more teams that are in the race, the better it is for me in, in terms of trading. Oh, absolutely, because it gives you more partners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. More options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, I, 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 as much as I was not sure if I liked the rule, but I, I do like it, um, maybe just needs to be expanded just a tad. The window. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, you'll be active come uh, All-Star game. I, I, I'll be active. I just need to find a dance partner. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, you'll actively look. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean just uh, willy-nilly. And, well, and I'm, I'm wondering, you know, since I've already announced this, I wonder how many owners are actually going to be calling me up. Uh, the problem becomes is that my pitching – which is what I was going to deal. I keep saying it's going to get better. I I, I don't know. I, I'd have to have a fairly overwhelming offer because the the best pitcher on the staff for me is Zach Allen. I just need to have a, probably an overwhelming offer because I I think I might even retain him next year. I was yeah I was going to ask you two fifty something yeah. like that yeah 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 you would have to be overwhelmed yeah yeah and and that does not apply that's thinking does not apply to me with Alonso. So I just want to get that out. <laughs> just to let everybody know. Yeah. It's I'm not I'm not interested. So yeah. Um okay, uh er, you did an earned auction value uh for each of the positions so far. Yeah, so what this is is using our stats. Um is using a website that predicts Here's what each person's auction value that they've earned so far year to date. And I, I listed this by by positions, just giving the top player at each position. Yeah. So Do you want me to run through these? Yeah, go ahead and run through them. All right. Uh, at first base um, from the uh, Bantam Roosters is Freddie Freeman who's had a uh, earned auction value of $3.57. And, and I, I think that's about what you paid, right? Uh, I paid three seventy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but still, yeah. None, nonetheless. It's close. It's, yeah. And, and he was closely fouled. Who I gave a designated hitter um, slot to is Pete Alonzo. Um, his earned au- auction value was two seventy eight. Um, so, once again, those two players – whom um, I was in, I think, to the last person with you and did not pick them up, just continues to be rubbed in my face, which, yeah, whatever. And that's a, um, that's sec- a, that's a dollar less than what I, well, 70 cents less than what I paid for him. I thought his yeah, would be a little I, higher. I, I, I'm guessing he's probably hurt by the lack of stolen bases, right? Because it's taken into account stolen bases. Oh, so yeah, okay. It's, so it's, so, yeah, so, yeah, it's, yeah. so it's, it's an all-in. Yep. Um, speaking of stolen bases, and a person who I thought was a little bit low, but second baseman, um, the leading um, auction earned auction value is Ozzy Albies um, from the Bulls at two dollars and thirteen cents. Okay. Huh. All right. 
Um, and then let me let me get the other middle infielder, shortstop. You know, of all the good shortstops, remember there was supposedly a plethora of good shortstops. The leading auction value is Tyro Estrada. Now he plays second base shortstop. Um, Sewerhawks, the dollar sixty-six. Does that surprise you? Uh, yeah, yeah, it does, because of the position. Yeah. Yeah, and and the same thing with third base. You know, you would think this would have been the the ground for uh, um, Nolan Arenado, and so far, just 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 barely passing Arenado is Ryan McMahon, um, also from the Sewer Hawks at the dollar fifty six. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, the person that's far and away yeah. the leader, um, which is no surprise by and to anybody, is Ronald Acuna. Um, right now, his earned auction value is a whopping five dollars and eleven cents. Um, you know, the guy does pretty much does everything, right? Yep. Yeah. Wow. So this is saying that if someone if someone paid five dollars for him, it's he's worth it. He's that, worth that, it. That's what he's earned. Yep. In an auction yeah. thus far, yeah. Gosh, man. Um, the last two, the last two outfielders, um, Corbin Carroll, yep. um, for the Hawks at three seventy, which is the second highest, and Mookie Betts at three dollars and two cents. Yeah, Betts is having a good year. Yeah. Yeah, he is, and you know, mm. he, I, I, I don't know. Does he qualify at second base and and shortstop, or just second base, or just outfield right now? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up. Um, yeah, you look that up while while I continue on because that's going to play into uh, next year's um, pricing for him. Uh, the catcher who got off to a really slow start and then just picked it up after like week two or three is Sean Murphy by the Sewer Hawks at a dollar forty-seven. Yeah, he and uh, yeah, he's a pretty good hitter, Murphy. Interesting that you get out of you get into that. Um, Atlanta lineup, and you get out of Oakland, and I I know a lot of people like him. Um, He's a great defensive catcher. I don't know if people saw this coming in terms of his offensive skills. And again, these prices are are just year-to-date. They they, they obviously will change as the season moves on. Starting pitcher, we've talked about this guy before. Marcus Stroman at $2.94, and the relief pitcher was Alexis Diaz at $1.13. Yeah, Diaz is having a good year. Um, yeah. Which shows me that my strategy was completely wrong because I paid a lot for pitching, thinking that with the uh, uh, the pitching the, the pitching changes, the clock, that type of thing, that it would be really – you'd really want veteran pitchers and really good veteran pitchers, and that's just completely backfired. Um, but, you know, for whatever this were, I, I just found it to be really interesting. Um, to use the earned auction value. Um, I, I guess what would really be good, but I won't do it, is it would take too much time, is take a look at everybody's team and say, okay, of the $25 you spent, how much are you getting? You know, I'm probably somewhere, um, for the $25 that I spent, I'm probably having an earned auction value of about $12. <laughs> well, and, and injuries take, you know, that, that takes a hit. Sure. Yeah. It, it, injuries and let's not let's not forget stupidity as well. Let's, let's, it's stupidity, let's yeah. Give stupidity, it's due. Yeah, that's that's in there. It looks like the Hawks have four of these players. Yeah, Estrada, McMahon, Carroll, and Sean Murphy. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, Betts qualifies as outfielder, second baseman, and shortstop. Yeah. So 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 next year, his price is just going to go. Should he continue at at this pace, right? No, no, and Mookie Betts, he could probably be uh, a, a serviceable catcher if they put him behind the plate, right? He's, the, yeah, he's that good of an athlete. Yeah, he's that good of an athlete, is right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, that that's a that's a yeah, it's pretty versatile player there. Yep. Yeah. Very nice. Um, okay. Not much on hey, the. What do you think I should look at next year, next week for the uh, or in, in two weeks? Um, actually, I'll, I'll ask everybody if there's something. Give me a, like a week's notice, but is there something I should look at in terms of the Bush League? You know, the best players, the best starts, the uh, worst players in in the month of May or June or something like that. Let me know, and I'll take a look at it um, because I'm finding it hard to uh, 
to do anything these days, so I, I need a little incentive. <laughs> to keep you engaged, give you an assignment. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, so, talk about some baseball news. Uh, the Oakland days reverse boycott. Yeah, did you see that? I thought that was kind of weird. I, um, I, I'm not sure. I, I think, tell me if my understanding is correct, right? The, the A's were averaging, or they averaged about seven, 8,000 fans. Yeah. And um, I, I guess somebody had arranged to, hey, let's everybody come out to the ballpark. We're going to give you free tickets that just say in, in the, the, with the Kelly green. Yep. A's colors, it says sell. And let's just make a statement here that uh, we want the owner, John Fisher, to to sell this team. And that they got, what, 27,000 people? Is that what it was? Yeah, I, I knew it was yeah. close to 30. Yeah. So, so, so three times. And, you know, let me see where you stand with this whole A's situation. Because I'll, I'll, you can probably predict where I stand. But I, I want to hear your, your thoughts first. Yeah, I think base. I think baseball needs to get involved with owners like this. Uh, it, mm. it, it it is it is their team, like it's the owner's team, but he's part of a larger organization. I mean, the team is irrelevant without Major League Baseball, right? So he the Good owners point. need to be aware of. Yes, it's your team, but you're part of a larger organization. You represent a larger organization that's been around for 125 years, 130 years. So it's not like it just started yesterday. Um, I, I think baseball needs to get involved with the moving of a team. And, and I think they learned that. I think they should have learned that with the Montreal move. I think they jumped the gun on that. And, um, you know, with those guys swapping teams from the Marlins and the, and the Expos, and um, I, I, I think Washington is a is a good spot, but I think uh, you know Oakland's been there for quite a while now. Uh, not quite, well, maybe fifty years, probably yeah. fifty years they've been there. Close to it. Uh, they they've had portions. Uh, they've had periods of time where they've really really good baseball team. They've had the periods of time where they haven't. Um, I, I think baseball needs to get involved and slow their role about moving to Vegas and get involved in negotiations of, of getting a stadium. Wow. I, I think that is very well said. And it, it, it's an old boys club, right? So all of the owners voted John Fisher in. And um, as you said, I think the A's have, have been in Oakland almost yeah. 55 years, something that was in the 60s, right? Yeah, I was probably, um, I think it's about the same age as I am. Yeah, they moved from Kansas okay. City, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess I just, I just hate the fact that these billionaire owners hold cities um, hostage. Yeah. You know, right. the, the public trust, because, you know, an owner that has a valuation of $2.2 billion dollars wants tax incentives. You, you know, the, this corporate welfare really needs to stop. So I, I really don't blame the the people of Oakland because I, I don't know if there's been any conclusive proof that after you give these incentives to sports teams, whether the city gets a payback on all of that. And I, I, I just hate that owners use the threat of, of moving franchises to try and extract. They basically hold um, cities hostage, something yeah, like this. exactly. I, I think you're absolutely right, because at this point, there's not much that can be, can be done. And uh, I, I like your point of the fact that Major League Baseball needs to s- step in um, up front. Interestingly enough, you, you know who's been a vocal um, – in opposition to John Fisher in all of this, um, believe it or not, it has been Hal Steinbrenner. Really? Okay. Saying that, come on, man, you need you need to compete. Stop doing this because he's basically, you know, it, it's this is like the movie Major League playing out in in real time in real life. It is, yeah, yeah. They're not going to come back and win the pennant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, 
yeah, I, I think it's horrible if they let him move to Vegas. Vegas is is a, a niche city. It's irrelevant to the to sporting events other than gambling. I think it's yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you're right. It, yeah. it, it's not a large. I mean, just yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a city that people go to to. It's an entertainment city. It, it's hard. It no one there is is going to latch on to the uh, the to the A's. They're not the Raiders. Like the Raiders could move to South Dakota. They're still going to have fans that show up. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? The, the A's. The, yeah. The only people that like the A's are the people in Oakland. No one else follows them. Uh, I, I would almost like it, it since this is almost a done deal, right? Nevada has passed uh, the funding for the stadium. Yeah. Is as a concession, if Major League Baseball says, yes, you can start a new team, but they're not going to be called the A's. And I think you brought that up last podcast. Don't use the name A's. Save that for the next expansion. Um, I, I don't know. It's yeah, because you, know, you, you think baseball is just turning the corner, trying to address. They've done a wonderful job addressing length of games, which we'll talk about. But the, this is just this is just bad. And and I I think you're right. Nobody. Yeah, it, it'll be a fad. It'll it'll be a fad in in Las Vegas. But I don't I don't know in five or ten years after they've been there, you know what's attendance going to be like? Yeah, it's going to be the same. And that that guy's going to get a bunch of money. It's and they're still going to be the same. Yeah. And and yeah, they won't have a following. That that they won't. Yeah. Now, having said that, the Golden Knights just won the NA, uh, they won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, they won the Stanley Cup, but I don't know, I don't know what kind of following they have. Right? I I you know, I I don't I don't know if they have a following. So, I hate I, to say this, but you know, hockey is almost a niche sport. Yeah, it? it is. Yeah. It's 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 like uh it's like me with college basketball. Like people, I, I, I'm not sure college basketball has the same style that it used to have, following that it well, used to have. Think about it. The, the only sport that's really not a niche sport is uh, is football, right? Yeah, the NFL. Yeah, they 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 yeah. they've cracked the code. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, show show it once a week um, on Sundays, and you know, put enough entertainment and you know enough. Stoppage of play in there, and yeah, wanted it to the masses. Have enough violence and betting, and there you go. And and parity. Bad teams parody, can be right. Bad teams can become good teams in a year and a half. Yep. Yeah. If they draft well. Yeah, the opportunity's there. Yeah. Um. So uh, I sent you that link of percentage of. Major League Baseball games thus far over three hours, and it's down to thirteen percent. I think it was. Is that what the article? Wait, said? yeah. So let's let's talk about that, right? Because the big rule change was the the pitch clock. Yeah. And I guess everybody wanted to know what's going to happen. Is it going to make the game better, worse? Um, and I, you know, first of all, I I think it, it's for the better, don't you? Yeah, I I. I I didn't realize when they made the rule change that they were going to give the pitcher and the catcher or pitcher and, and the hitter a timeout. Um, they each get one timeout, so which is kind of nice. And what, when I saw those games when I was away and I, I've seen it on TV, I think the batters use it at good spots. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a nice – let me just slow down a minute, get my, get my stuff together and get back in the box. And Yeah, I, I, I like the rule actually. So you sent me uh, you sent me an article that said uh, that listed the percentage of games that were over three hours, correct? Right. Okay. So take it from there. So the the article, I think it's thirteen percent. I'm pulling it up now. Thirteen percent of the games are less than three hours long. This time last year it was sixty percent. 21, it was 67%, three hours or more. And it stays in the high 50s into the 60s. Um, uh, 2015 was 46%. 2010 was 38%. And 2003, it was 28%. So it's significantly lower over the last 20 years. I mean, that's significant. 
Yeah, and 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 I think it it's done exactly what it wanted to do, right? Um, I, I, from I think we've talked about this before. From a television viewing standpoint, it's it's wonderful. Um, I don't need all those extra commercials in there, all those extra breaks. Um, when you're watching a game on Central Time and they're not over until 11:30, it's hard to to watch it until completion. That extra half hour or 20 minutes that you gain by shortening the time um, has been wonderful. And, and, and I think Major League Baseball, to their credit, has done a really good job at testing it first in the minor leagues and then bringing it forward to, to the major leagues. Now, if I'm at a game, and you, you, I haven't been to a major league game this year, and probably won't be, but you're, you are actually, you've attended four or five games already this year. Yeah. If I'm at a game, I don't think I care about the time, whether it's two and a half hours or three hours. But what do you think? What was your experience? It it moves much faster. Yeah, it, the innings move faster. Um, yeah, it's 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 really nice to watch it live. Actually, I heard from one of our listeners one of our one of the drawbacks is is that people don't get in their seats fast enough. And they lack etiquette in terms of when to uh, get to their seats and interrupting play. Isn't that true? That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the the <laughs> I will say that Minnesota was the best. They had a person standing there and would not let you in. They would were they weren't even looking at the game. They were looking at the people trying to get down the steps. <laughs> and I I was just like, this is awesome. Yeah, nice job, buddy. Yep, we can wait till the batter grounds out or whatever. Yeah, because you only need to wait to the batter ends. You don't need to wait to the whole inning, right? You just yeah, yeah. You just need to wait to the to the batter's end. So I did find the average minutes this year. Okay. Oh, uh, that's nah, it's not. It's just well, we talked about this. It's this giant article. I thought I had it, and really, I just want a number when I Google something. And I, I got like a fifteen paragraph page. Yeah, of, we don't need to read all that other stuff. Just give us a table. That's all we want. All right, here we go. The average time in nine inning games in 2023 is dropped to two hours and 38 minutes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the other night, the, the Cardinals lost in under it just a little over two hours, so it spared me, you know, 30 <laughs> more minutes of agony. Yeah, that dude, how is that guy still a manager? You want to know how? Yeah, tell me. Uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll tell you how. Is because the front office, remember, they fired Mike Schilt after having that incredible, was it 16, 17 game run yep. in 2021 to make the playoffs and had seemingly had turned the team in the right direction. Yep. Even make it into the playoffs. From every, and for some reason, they canned him. To this day, I still don't know what the reasons were. So Ali Marmol, who was the bench coach under Mike Schultz, is handpicked yep. by the front office. Front office doesn't want to admit their mistakes. Right? Their mistakes, number one, is the glaring need for pitching, which everybody knew that they needed and they chose not to address. Number two, they can't get rid of the manager that they handpicked, at least during the season. So they're going to they're gonna ride, ride it out. And I, I don't know from a baseball management standpoint, if he's doing a lot of bad things, I, I just don't know if – here's what it is. The the Cardinals are like the space otters of the mid-10s, mid right? You know, when basically I could roll anybody out there and, and win and, you know, do my own research and, and win. Now everybody is kind of caught up, right, and surpassed. So what was working back then, they need to reformulate. You can't have the same hubris you had 10 years ago. Okay. All right. So I, I get the, hey, if they have picked them, we can't get rid of them in 18 months. I get that. Yeah. And they're yeah. going to finish in last place. Maybe not last place, but, I mean, they're not making the playoffs. Probably not. I, 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 really, I really don't see how um, the, the, the path to – I guess if there's any division you want to do it in, it's going to be one of the centrals, right? So Yeah, the problem the is – yeah, the the problem is the four teams ahead of them aren't pathetic anymore. Like the Reds will have weeks where they play well, the Pirates will have weeks where they play well, and the and the Cubs will, 
and they're not so they're not pathetic. Arizona is no, they're just not. They're just not good. They're not pathetic. They're no. Not so what I mean is, you, you you can't pencil in twelve wins against them every year. Like it, it that's not going to happen. And the rest of the league is a little better than people thought. I mean, the Padres are one game under five hundred, and they're probably still better than the Cardinals. If you play right, Arizona, the Giants, they're they're just not going to. Yeah, they they're not making a playoff. So I guess your point is, why fire them if you're going to finish the last anyway? Just let it go. Well, and, and also take the loss on the fact that this is your hand-picked guy. Yeah, yeah that's it's what I mean. Yep. Mista- it's admitting a, a mistake, yeah. correct? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little different when the, the when the Phillies fired uh, Girardi. Uh, and, and we know these days people want to double down on stupidity. <laughs> right. Yeah, when they really should fire the guy whoever signed Steven Matz for a four-year deal. Um that looks really bad, right? But don't forget their track record, right? Don't forget this is the team that also gave a four-year contract to Mike Leake uh-huh. and Andrew Miller and uh, Brett Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me when you want me to stop. Yeah, just stop there. Yeah. Uh, okay, the, the other baseball news is uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates contracted bus driver gets pulled over for a DUI while driving the team from Milwaukee to Chicago. What? what? Oh, from Chicago to, to Milwaukee. Uh, Illinois State Police said the driver was traveling away from the officers who were escorting the bus on the trip to Milwaukee late Thursday night. Troopers said they observed a more erratic driving and eventually stopped the bus on the right shoulder of Interstate 94 in Chicago. Police said the driver was arrested after they observed multiple signs of impairment. What the heck? <laughs> How does that happen? I have no idea. But that that's bad, right? You're driving the Pittsburgh Pirates to their weekend series in Milwaukee from Chicago, which is not that far. And you get pulled over for DUI and arrested. <laughs> you imagine, like, you know, all, the, I, can, the, all the, I can think of is yo ho, yo ho, a pirate day for me. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine some of the players, like, they're asleep and they, they sense, why are we pulled over? Uh, the driver's getting arrested for DUI. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, just wake me up when we get there. <laughs> I wonder who took the wheel then. <laughs> yeah, I guess they had to get someone else out there. Hey, Keller, you pitched last night. You yeah. take the wheel. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the craziest story I've heard in a long time. Wow. I, you know, I didn't see that story, but that's – I'm surprised that didn't get – well, unfortunately, sometimes I get my news from uh, the Major League Baseball MLB website, and they're not going to put something <laughs> like that in there, are they? No. no, Twitter will. That's where I saw it. <laughs> Twitter will load that thing up. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, so, uh, and I mean, geez, oh man, you remember, I don't know, 30 years ago when the California Angels got in that accident driving to Baltimore. Buck Rogers was in the hospital and they had players injured. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Wow. Yeah. It was, I think it was in 93 or 92. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's in the early 90s. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Crazy. yeah, so that was the baseball news. We do have a Twib note this week brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one bear to have if you're having more than one. Uh, Comiskey Park, I don't. they didn't have a lot of choices. They had um, Stella. Is that what it's called? Artois? Stella? Yeah. Stella Artois? Yeah, uh, which is okay. Uh, but I had. they also had Kona. And you're a big fan of Kona. Um, and Rick I, is, too. I, I, yeah, I, I like Kona beer um, because, well, particularly when I'm in Hawaii. Um, I actually like their seltzer. But um, a little side note that I plan, number one, I plan to visit Kona, the actual Kona Brewing in Kona. So I will send, I will send pictures uh, of that. But the reason why Kona Brewing, number one, has become so popular, number two, the reason why it's at Major League Stadiums is because Anheuser-Busch has, contract with i think major league baseball on the stadiums and it's owned by anheuser bush oh coda is okay all right yeah. that explains it yeah yeah um 
Yeah, yeah I mean, their, their beers are a little bit lighter. I mean, they're, they're more island, uh, if you will, island-flavored, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah, all right. So I, I didn't know how to describe it. That That's a pretty good description. And I, I don't even yeah. know what kind I had. It was a draft, and I, I just I, I can't even remember. I think that park was – you talk about pedestrian. That That park is pedestrian, man. Everything about it. It's just that it's thirty years old off the Dan. It's off the Dan Ryan, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Not, it's not. It's it, it's right on the site um, where the former Comiskey Park was. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I it 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 doesn't look old. I mean, it's just, it, it, the aesthetics of it. I mean, it looks fine. It's just boring. There's no. There's no. Yeah. This. Yeah. It's just boring. Yeah. If if I never see Comiskey Park again, I'm fine. Yeah, it's it, it's it, how about this? It, it's a stadium that you want to see once, but yeah. there, there's real no, there's really no reason to go back like there is on um, a lot of the other stadiums. Yeah, agreed. Is, is that yeah. okay? I I would say that about Miller Park too, or wh- whatever that thing's called, the American yeah. Family Park. So we've talked about this before. If you're visiting. A, a, a baseball stadium, you really like it to be downtown where there's a lot of other action going on and that you can do things before and after the games. If you live in that city, you, you want it for the ease of the access to get in and get out. And, uh, yeah, um, okay. Mm-hmm. I get that don't, part. Don't you think that's kind of the uh, Yeah, maybe they feel? maybe they didn't build the park for me. They built it for the citizens of Milwaukee. And, and you know what? I was actually at the old was it was it County Stadium yeah, in Milwaukee. I, were you way, way back when? Yeah. yeah. So I, I've been to uh, yeah, I've been lucky enough to go to uh, to go to both. Wait, and that was a football field too, right? Did they play football there, or was it just strictly uh, a baseball probably, stadium? They probably played it, yeah. you know a game a year of the Packers. Oh yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. Probably. So so uh, I'm sorry. I you had me transfixed on the. Uh, uh, you, you know, you're employing your uh, mind control again. I'm looking at Kona Brewing and the names of some of their beers. Big Wave, Golden Ale, Longboard, Island Lager, Kona Light, Blonde Ale, Old Cliff, IPA. I might have had the I might have had the Longboard. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was that's so, a good, that's a good description of like an island beer. It was yeah. it was light, it tastes good and yeah, you press on. Okay, so here, here. Let me let me just clue you in on a real secret here. Get the Kona seltzer, the flavored seltzers. Okay. And mix it and mix it with Deep Eddy lime vodka. <laughs> that seems a little complicated for me. Yeah. No, it's it's easy. There you go. Okay. I just, I just gave you a, a perfect summer drink. Okay. And we, we can name it whatever we need to name it. All right. Uh, so I got a list of beers that I've had throughout the summer, all loaded up here. So. Yeah, we're, we're in good shape. Yeah, uh, there was a podcast correction. I guess you or I or both mentioned that Cueto and Trevor Rogers played for the Diamondbacks, which is not, not true. No, it, it it was. I'm going to take take blame for this. It was me. And when I listened back to the podcast, I had mentioned that Cueto played for the Diamondbacks. I'm like, what the heck? And then I did the same thing for Trevor Rogers. I said he played for the Diamondbacks, and I, I think what happened was it went back to you calling the Diamondbacks the sexy pick, oh, right? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, then I did the whole Homer Simpson, oh, sexy <laughs> pick, and I couldn't get the Diamondbacks out of my mind. Right. Everyone played for the Diamondbacks at that point. <laughs> 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 oh, brother. All right, uh, what are you walking off with? All right, since, uh, you know, we've talked about the Cardinals' maladies um, and, and how they're probably not going to go anywhere, and it's not even fun baseball to watch. Number one and number two, my my team is not going anywhere. Uh, my big goal is to try and finish out of last place. So I'm not going to be watching much baseball. I, I, you know, it started at the end of or the middle of last year and it's kind of continued into this year. So I need to fill my my time somehow. So I'm I'm asking people, what are you streaming? What should I be watching if I'm not watching watching baseball? And I, I, I think you have a couple suggestions for me, right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Christy and I watched the John Wayne Gacy confession tapes. It's on Netflix. Uh, 
Is that sounds a little grisly, if you will? Yeah, I guess it depends on what your interest is. Uh, but Wait, so your your interest is in mass murderers. Um, it's just, no, it's just kind of how they <laughs> how they operate, how they think. You know, it fascinates me. Really? Yeah. It all, all that fascinates me, just how they got to that point. Yeah, you you might need to see a therapist about that. No, <laughs> I I don't act on it. I just you know I find it interesting. I find it. No, the first step is thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Uh, what else you got for me? Uh, <laughs> I'll bail you out. <laughs> uh, the White House Plumbers on HBO. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I've seen that. Uh, well, HBO is now. Well, I guess it's now part of Max, right? Um, yeah, whatever it's called. Is that with uh, Woody Woody Harrelson? Yes. Yep. You seeing that? All right. He is. How, so, how can you make? How, how can you? Make, how do they make that interesting? Uh, it, it's really a, the story about Liddy and Hunt and their relationship. Okay. That that's that's what the the story is, and just how they. Uh, operated a little backstory on their families, how they grew up, and it doesn't delve into their childhood, but you know through conversations. And um, I thought I thought it was really interesting how it would so, the story uh, of Hunt and Liddy. Yeah. So, so by 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 these two suggestions, it looks like you like historical um, series. Oh, are they first of all are they series? The White House Plumbers is it a series or is it a movie? No, the White House Plumbers is six episodes. The John Wayne Gacy episodes, thing is okay. three episodes. Oh, okay. All right. So, okay. I, I don't mind that genre. All right. I, I'll take a listen um, or, or take a watch. Um, so, everybody, let me know because I, I got the whole summer to fill and not going to Hawaii until, until the beginning of September. So, I need to fill my time. So, so please let me know. So, Chief, what are you walking well, off with? Hold on. Sorry, let, let, let me go back to the, your comment of, yeah. of me thinking about like uh true crime and and there's <laughs> there's no there's not no there's very little difference there's slight differences between someone like Gacy and someone like Jeff Skilling at Enron if if you look at it they're narcissistic they uh have lack empathy for people they every move they make is how to how they going to benefit those those three main characteristics. Now, Skilling didn't kill anyone, but he destroyed hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of people's lives. Sure. sure. So, uh, it, it, just like the Theros woman, very very slight, yeah. very yeah. slight Fair differences yeah. between the so two two people. It's that sociopathic um, mindset. Yeah. Yep. So there's not much difference between these. People. And, That's and very I, interesting. And I find it interesting how they operate and how they get away with the things they get away with. Just how manipulative they are. Hmm. I find it interesting. Mm -hmm. So, well, and, and, and then the next step of that are the people that allow themselves to be manipulated. You yeah. know, because everybody are, at, at first blush with the sociopath, you think, oh, hey, this is normal guy. And then, yep. mm -hmm. and, and then. All of a sudden, you start to learn, and, and and I think for most people, it's how quickly do you bail on these type of people? Because I've worked for a sociopath. You, you have? I, I, I had firsthand experience of that. D diagnosed? Excuse me. Was he diagnosed or she diagnosed? <laughs> or he, 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 he was diagnosed by me. <laughs> well, that, that's all counts. I, I I did too. Yeah. What other proof? What other proof do you yeah. need? I mean, if you and I say it's got to be true. Yeah. I, I, I worked for a guy like that. Every everything he did, he 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 did so he looked good. Yep. That's that's the only reason he did it. Yep. Yeah. And it, it I find it frustrating to deal with people like that. And I pick it up pretty quickly with, with people. Like I, I see Once it. Once you've been through it, yeah, you, you pick it up very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I, anyway, I just wanted to circle back to that so people didn't think I was planning on murdering anyone anyway um <laughs> see i have empathy for people i i couldn't do that so it there you go uh but i'm walking off with these catchers 
What do you mean? The move in the glove. <laughs> they're 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 causing umpires to be bad umpires. It's a it's a, it's like a three card Monty with these catchers, <laughs> the way they catch the ball now, and and the 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 speed of the ball is way too quick for umpires to to pick up on that and just their angles and and I, I you know Bob Kirk is a big one to to talk about the umpires it's a horrible call horrible call but watch these catchers when they uh frame the ball if you watch them they're catching the ball from the lower end up so the 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 gloves moving and and it's not like you catch the ball and then move it into the center they catch it at an angle and it and it gives the appearance of an outside pitch or a low pitch being a strike. What I'm just telling so, you, watch them. So, so to your point, I think I heard this on the Mets broadcast because I, 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 it's hard for me to listen to the Cardinals broadcasters <laughs> a, a, anymore. Okay. Um, so I think it was it was the Mets broadcast that they said that they were talking about pitch framing too, and it might have been Ron Darling or Keith Hernandez, one of those, because those guys are really good. Yeah. Um, that said that there was a catcher that actually short-hopped the ball and tried to frame it. Yeah, think about so that. It, it, yeah, yeah. it was in the dirt and tried to frame it as a strike. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that goes right to your point. <laughs> and, and the way they catch the ball, they it, you know, especially against a right-handed batter, they're going to they're gonna move right to left, up, up with a forward motion, and snap it into the strike zone. All right, so let me ask you something here. Um, obviously – what does away with that, and as Bob has talked about before, or has texted before, is um, having an automatic umpire. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you, first of all, would you like an automated umpire? And then if so, would you like it to be for every pitch, or do you just want it to be on challenged, whether it be the pitcher, or excuse me, the catcher or the batter, challenging? That's a good question. I'd rather not have the electric umpire. Um, okay. I, I'd rather baseball step in and say, hey, I, I understand that it's a new technique and I get all that, but you need to stop. And and there's going to be penalties for that. It, it You know, because basketball did it with the uh, flopping rule. Flop? Yeah. You know? And I, I, I think baseball needs to step in with this. And, and so you, you, got, the, you got a whole list. Of these are like do. small intricacies that cause problems within the game, and I, I, I think it needs to it, it needs to slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, it's All right. Uh, hey, so, so when are we on next, Chief? Two weeks. We are back on July third. All right. So that should be the halfway point. Maybe we'll uh, sharpen up our pencils and see what. Um, what everybody needs to do in terms of the, the top five to uh, to win this thing. Maybe that's the angle that we take on our next podcast. Yeah, so let me, let me just look real quick. Uh, I'm trying to figure out when the All-Star game is. What the hell? I put in an All-Star I'm gonna game. Guess it's probably, I'm going to guess it's probably the 11th or the 18th or Tuesday. It is. One tu- of those two dates? Tuesday the, el- the 11th. So okay. I think uh, – our trade deadline open up that day or our trade window opens up that day. So okay. that'll be the podcast before the trade window opens up. Ooh. Okay. So we're going to have a couple good walk-off songs for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it would just ring the fire bell. Cause there'd be some sales going on. <laughs> right? Attention Kmart. <laughs> In the space auditor aisle. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chief. All right. Is that it? Uh, I, I think that's really enough from me. Okay. Okay. Me too. All right. Have a good uh, have a good couple of weeks. Good luck trying to get out of the cellar. Yeah. Right. Have a great fortnight. See you.